Hello and welcome to the podcast of TechU. I am your host, Andre Degeler. In our today's episode, I would like to share with you a conversation with James Berdigans, the CEO and founder at Printify. My name is James Berdigans. I'm the founder and CEO of Printify. Printify is a marketplace for on-demand produced products. So we enable any creator, uh, designer, marketer, e-commerce merchant, entrepreneur to start their own internet business with no upfront investment. How it works is that you can come to our platform, choose from hundreds of different products like t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and even products like pillows, surfboards, skateboards, dog balls, etc. Pretty much anything that can be decorated. Mm-hmm. design your own product, publish it on your e-commerce store, and you don't have to pay anything for that. The moment something is a cost end customer comes and buys a product, only that moment uh, we will charge you the cost of producing that product. So that's already when the merchant has received money for, mm-hmm. uh, for the sale. That moment will charge only the cost of producing that product typically for an example t-shirts are sold for $25 and we charge about $10 including shipping right. and we'll charge that it will be produced within a day or two and ship directly to the end consumer and on that package we put the name and branding of the merchant so when the end consumer receives uh, the package it seems like it came originally from that store and Printify mm-hmm. always stays behind the scenes. Our name is not known to the end consumer that we were behind helping uh, the e-commerce store to with the fulfillment. Right. And before we move to, to the company, I also wanted to just ask about uh, yourself. So what did you do uh, before uh, before you founded the company? I have been an entrepreneurial kid since my childhood. My parents <laughs> owned uh, a business and so I have been always trying different business ideas. I have good list of experiences and failed experiences that I'm <laughs> not proud of, but learned something from each of those experiences, failed startups. And the last one, uh, most recent one, most relevant one was that we had an online uh, constructor for and consumers to design their own Apple uh, accessories like computer bags and, uh, and iPhone cases. So you could uh, choose the uh, color, material, zipper, etc. And it would be produced on demand and shipped directly to the end consumer. Um, that didn't work exactly as planned and then <laughs> realized that uh, print, selling custom printed products would be easier mm-hmm. uh, and makes more sense. And the plan was just at the beginning to sell custom printed products, found a uh, manufacturing partner in the UK, but realized that to start working with a factory, it's pretty complicated. You need to make an API integration with the factory, uh, an integration with your e-commerce store. You want to out, you want some system that would manage the print files as well as system for uh, managing the orders and initially started building that for our own needs. And in the process of doing that, realized that this is a universal problem. And most likely there are tens of thousands of other entrepreneurs who would like to sell custom design products, but it's complicated to work with that manufacturer. So decided to make the software solution that we were making for ourselves into a Mm -hmm. business. That's how Printify was started. 
Right. And now, how many merchants do you have on the platform? How how much money is moving through the platform? So what, what are your sort of key metrics that you're measuring yourselves with? Yeah, we have over uh, 2 million uh, registered merchants uh, signups on our platform. Uh, they are making millions and millions of dollars in sales and even more importantly in profit. Yeah, the team has grown to now over 500 people at Printify. And uh, can you tell me maybe like what are, I don't know, so I understand that you can't name the names of uh, the merchants working on the platform, but what at least what are the most uh, popular types of uh, merchandise that you're selling? The types of merchandise are apparel products like t-shirts, hoodies, mm-hmm. uh, and and some of the more everyday uh, product. I think at the end of the day, clothing is what we all need. So it's just right. logical that it is the biggest category. If we talk about uh, other, yeah, it, the designs that there is really every merchant. I think the key in our business is for every entrepreneur to find its own niche, to find the audience that is really mm-hmm. passionate about some topic or subject and cater directly to that audience. So the designs are usually very specific to a certain niche and it can mm-hmm. be anything like dog lovers or, or animal lovers, uh, green activists, uh, some sp- events coming up like we were just talking about Web Summit. Or mm-hmm. um, when politics are, uh, I think then we see a lot of uh, el- election-related designs. So it's whatever is in hype, uh, we see that being printed. But uh, what would you say uh, the for your, uh, let's say, revenue streams, uh, the bulk of uh, the money that you get, is it uh, from, let's say, larger merchants or is it just a lot of smaller ones? I think in every every business universally around the world, you see the Pareto principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that 28 year rule. Uh, so very similar also in our business. Entrepreneurship is really hard. And uh, I think that's why also the Shopify is not actively publishing their churn statistics or merchant performance because it's really hard to figure out what's your target audience and how to cater to them. But there are thousands of merchants who figure it out. And so, but the reality is that still realistically small percentage of uh, people who try uh, succeed. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And geographically, what is your, what, what is your focus? What are the main markets for you? For us, U.S. is our dominant market. The vast majority of our business is in U.S. In terms then, of both merchants and uh, and the people yes. buying? U.S. is number one. And then uh, we are slowly starting to develop uh, Europe. And we have some, well, of course, plans to expand uh, in Europe. For now, U.S. is our number one market. So you also have production and fulfillment facilities there? Yes. So we have... Over 100 manufacturing locations, partners that we work with, and the vast majority of them is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's really interesting. So let's just uh, move on a little bit and uh, look at uh, the market. So Latvia is a reasonably small country uh, in the Baltics. And uh, in, in, in this country, there are two companies that are whose names sound very similar. I, I, I understand that you have very different models. but So we have Printify and we have Printful. 
So yeah. the, and and so you are two like of the really largest uh, print on demand uh, uh, companies. How come that uh, like both uh, both these companies are coming from Latvia? Is there any connection between the two of you? The key connection is that we are both from Latvia. I think your to expand <laughs> on your question, it should we should even include the neighboring ca- country in Norway. Well, right mm-hmm. about, right across the sea, and they also have another startup that recently raised a pile of money uh, called Gelato. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's interesting that um, <laughs> the three best funded and, and key players in this niche where we operate uh, are located in two neighboring yeah. countries. Are you are you in touch with the rest of the uh, founders? Uh, no, not uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, we are a very friendly company, and I think we are in friends with everyone else. But uh, uh, the Norwegian guys, we just really haven't had an opportunity to mm-hmm. cross and uh, uh, we are uh, yeah so there it's it, it just we haven't had an opportunity to cross like, uh, mm-hmm. that our mm-hmm. uh, paths would meet um, but with uh, the Latin company they have chosen uh, not to be the uh, in friends with us and that's completely <laughs> fine uh, as we like competition and we really uh, think that competition is best for the end customer. And, and how uh, do you differentiate on this market? So, like, what's the uh, what or what what do you do differently? So, conceptually, uh, the biggest difference is that they Printful owns the factory, so they are building mm-hmm. every time they want to expand. They are building a factory and hiring all the buying equipment and people and etc. We are a platform marketplace so we are friends with all the manufacturers uh, in the world and we want to have all the manufacturers on our platform uh, mm-hmm. to offer their products for sale and so we are able to provide much bigger selection of products so pretty much if there is somebody producing some cool unique product like a surfboard or a skateboard <laughs> or uh, whatever somebody comes up is we want to have it on our platform and we have a pretty big uh, solid backlog of products uh, that we uh, we are adding and we are uh, already I think adding something like 10 products every week and ramping up mm-hmm. uh, furthermore that uh, uh, the products that we are having on our platform. So is it actually possible to get a, a surfboard? If not yet, then it uh, it should be in our pipeline to be <laughs> to be a uh, be coming soon. Okay, I, I, I will know check there, there is a, there the is a company that offers that on demand. It's uh, so interesting. The moment we have it, I will be the first one to also have uh, have uh, my own custom surfboard. Nice. So, and you mentioned that uh, so these uh, three companies that we talked about are the best uh, funded uh, on the market. So, you recently uh, raised uh, a funding round of forty-five uh, million dollars. Uh, so, but you 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 just said you don't uh, own the manufacturing capacities. Uh, uh, you, you you're not as cash intensive as uh, uh, the other companies could be. What do you need the money for? We will use this funding to hire the best talent all across Europe. We are not, even though we come from Latvia, we are hiring all across Europe. We work remotely uh, and we have people from Germany, Sweden, Portugal, Hungary, Poland, uh, Ukraine, pretty much. I'm sorry about the countries that I didn't mention, (laughs) but pretty much I'm sure we would cover at least 
half of the countries in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so hiring best talent, building amazing platform and product for our merchants so that they would really could get the best selection, the best quality on Printify. And of course, marketing, acquiring, telling the whole world about Printify and, mm -hmm. and advertising. Uh, the first part, um, really, what we are aiming for is to, to be the best. And similarly, like there is Airbnb for the housing market. We want to be the mm -hmm. Airbnb for the print-on-demand so that we are the platform where you can find any on-demand printed product and be assured that it will be printed with solid quality and and you'll have a great experience. Is it a very competitive space in general? I think it's decently competitive. I would be surprised for entrepreneurs saying that it's not like this industry <laughs> is not competitive. <laughs> for sure. So when so when you're adding this new uh, new suppliers, new manufacturers on the platform, how do you actually check that uh, their quality is on par uh, with what you want to offer uh, to your merchants? We have a whole team that does the quality mm -hmm. checks visits the factory uh, sam uh, order samples. And then we have a process in place to make sure that if we launch that partner, that they really have a good uh, quality and we are pragmatic in how do we launch it, those mm -hmm. uh, partners to the uh, our whole audience of active users. Interesting. And another question totally different out of uh, curiosity. I noticed, uh, I think it was on LinkedIn, uh, that in 2018, you went on to learn to program in C. Why? <laughs> yeah, I did I did a bit of School 42, which is mm -hmm. uh, like uh, engineering um, school. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I just like to understand the technical details. And I like to be able to have an educated conversation with technical people. And it's like, I, I think like the comparison would be like, imagine you are the CEO of BMW and mm -hmm. that would be like trying to build the best sort of sports car company without un understanding how the engine works or how the brake system works. Uh, so I think it's important to understand the technicalities. Well, not necessarily to the last nuance, but at least understanding the concept, how your combustion engine or diesel engine works or how your electrical motors work. I think it's mm -hmm. important uh, for any, any type of leaders. And if you just look at the strongest leaders in the world, uh, Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and... Uh, Anyone, Bill Gates, uh, they all have, I would say, decent technical uh, understanding and background. So has it I helped? Think, uh, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So, Andy, so you said that uh, for you, the main market has been for a long time the US. Uh, can you explain why it is actually so, like, and what's going on on the European uh, print-on-demand market? I think in, in general, there is a good reason that all the tech companies and in general companies are way bigger in the United States. That is a bigger, in terms of headcount, it's a similar market, but it's uh, the average income there is bigger. But more importantly, it's way more, it's possible to grow much faster there because the complexities of servicing the customers is much lower. In Europe, you have what, 27 different uh, countries, 27 different languages, each having its own tax systems, its own postal service. And for our since we deal with physical products, 
it's just so easier to work uh, in the United States where you have one postal system. Everyone speaks the same language. Uh, it's more or less the same tax system. Okay. Uh, also, they're not that pretty complicated, but uh, it's much easier to start and to grow very quickly. And how and how are you now expanding uh, to Europe, uh, which you mentioned before? Um, we are still in the process. We are not actively uh, expanding mm -hmm. the process. We have some homework to do um, before we will uh, be able to really push Europe. And what uh, like uh, are there any European markets that you see uh, as a focal points for you, like the first ones that you would uh, want to uh, roll out on? Yeah, well. You don't need any rocket science. You just look at who are the, which are the biggest markets in Europe. And, and there you go. Yeah. It, it's really about some of those uh, more challenges in Europe that I just mentioned about the language cultural differences that need to be. You, you need to adjust your solution to be able to cater to, for example, a French person that a mm -hmm. uh, big portion of them like a good portion of them do not speak English fluently. And of course, working with a platform that does not speak your language feels pretty alien. And so that's something that we will be adjusting. I understand. So I guess $45 million is going to help with that. <laughs> you are correct. Right. Okay, James, thanks a lot. That's it for my questions for today. Thanks a million uh, for taking the time to join this episode and uh, good luck with everything that you're doing uh, on Printify. Awesome, Andre. Thank you so much for the opportunity to have the chat with you. And as I said, we are hiring all across Europe for the best talent and uh, uh, feel free to check out our homepage. We have over 70 uh, open positions right, right at the moment and wow. all across tech and engineering and product especially product people and operational people country it's quite impressive yeah so andre thank you so much for the opportunity everyone have a nice day thank you and this is it for our today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like our show, follow us today wherever you listen to podcasts and if that place has a possibility to rate and review the show, please do that as well. Our audio engineering is done by SoundPulse, that is sound-pulse.com. Your questions, suggestions, and opinions are very welcome. Please send them to podcast at tech.eu. This was TechEU Podcast. I am Andrew Daigler, and I will talk to you again very soon. For now, take care and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.